Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Get the best of our podcast in book form by visiting inspirationallifelessons.com. There you'll find our trilogy of essay compilations. Evergreen, 50 Inspirational Life Lessons. Everest, 50 Motivational Life Lessons. And Evermore, 50 Life Lessons for Spiritual Growth. Learn more at InspirationalLifeLessons.com Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Right Living by Susan H. Wixon, published in 1894. The accomplishment of goals, the successes in life, are due to concentration of effort to energy and perseverance. We see persons plodding along day after day, not showing much for their work at first, but then finally astonishing everyone by their acquirements and prosperity. They have genius, it is said, but what is genius? The French scientist George Buffon famously said that genius is only patience. But it is more than that. Genius is work. It is the power to start work with an object in view. To never let that object out of sight. To keep straight on, no matter what stumbling blocks are in the path. It is keeping steady at one job till the work is complete. It is not being discouraged. Success does not come by accident. It comes by utilization of time, by thought, by reason, by work. That person is lucky, you say. But is there any such thing as luck? Ask any successful person and they'll tell you, I made my luck. Instead of luck, the force that wins is application. Johannes Kepler spent a lifetime working out his three laws of the universe. Elihu Burritt, the learned blacksmith, attributed his great success at learning foreign languages to the persevering habit of utilizing, quote, odd moments. He earned his daily bread at the blacksmith's forge, and at the same time learned 18 ancient and modern languages in 22 European dialects. He said, All that I have accomplished, or expect or hope to accomplish, has been and will be by that plodding, patient, persevering process of accretion, which builds the anthill, particle by particle, thought by thought, fact by fact. And if ever I was prompted by ambition, its highest and warmest aspiration reached no further than the hope to set before others an example in employing those valuable fragments of time called odd moments. He did indeed make an example for you and for me, and for all. He taught us the lesson of perseverance, how to keep right on in our work and not falter or faint. If we sink under discouragement or adverse circumstances, 
we are lost. The thing to do is to sink discouragement, not ourselves. It is to plunge into labor if we mean to achieve an end. To aim toward a high mark and resolve by all fair means to reach it is wisdom. But to do a little at this and a little at that is scattering energies, wasting time. We become of great worth to the world by perseverance, by putting all our force and energy into our work and employing every moment of time in spite of drawbacks. Whatever is worth doing at all is worth doing well, and in whatever we undertake, we need to put our health, strength, power, and energy. For that purpose, we should commit ourselves to live truly and morally, because right methods of living give us power, energy, force, pluck, perseverance. The men and women most needed in the world are those of energy and perseverance. Without such, the business of living would totter and reel backward. Failure is not to be entertained as a final goal. One attempt, two, three, or four, may be fruitless, but try again, and still again. If you get thrown in an encounter with work, jump up, roll up your sleeves, and start in again. If you are trying to overcome evil with good, and it seems all uphill labor, call all your best forces, take a night's rest, and start again with renewed vigor. Hopefulness and the will to do are what you want. If others outrun you in the race, take a long breath and distance them by strength and perseverance. Do not let the word fail come into your mind as a possible result, but go straight toward the purpose in view, slowly though it may be, but surely till the end that is sought is accomplished. It was only by intense and thorough application for years, unceasing devotion to his cause, that Alexander von Humboldt, gave to the world his cosmos. All men and women who bless the world by their successes have not done so by means of any special favoritism from fortune, but by hard labor and thorough application. The road their feet trod is open for you and for all. All of which reminds me of a story the legend of Robert the Bruce and the Spider. Robert Bruce of Scotland, having been defeated in battle, was obliged to flee and hide himself at times in the woods, and sometimes in the huts of poor peasants, for his enemies were in hot pursuit, and determined upon his death if they could but find him. One morning, after a sleepless night of weariness and anxiety, he was lying on a heap of straw, alone in a deserted hut, and he felt greatly depressed and discouraged. 
As he lay there thinking, he looked up and saw a spider trying to swing himself by his thread from one beam to another. The spider failed at first, and the thread swung back to its former position. He made another effort, fell back again, but immediately renewed the attempt. The attention of Bruce was now fully aroused, and he began rooting for the little insect. Again and again, the little creature failed, but it kept on renewing the attempt with unabated energy, and after thirteen unsuccessful efforts, succeeded in the fourteenth in reaching the desired position. This lesson of perseverance taught by the spider roused the despondent hero to new exertion. He arose, went forth from his hiding place, collected his friends, and defeated his enemies in a great and decisive battle, afterwards being crowned the King of Scotland. Perseverance is a great help to right living. In the right direction, it keeps the mind clean, pure and free from the taint of wrongdoing. It makes us strong to overcome that which is destructive and hurtful. Hence we should strive to keep and hold to this good quality at all times and in all places. Make it your high and grand resolve, though cloud and tempest linger near, though shadows dark round you revolve, in all right ways to persevere. Then, having made such grand resolve, never forget the littler things that make for right living and promote success. For example, punctuality. In whatever you undertake, remember that punctuality is one of the first marks in the score of success. Be on hand is an excellent motto. The one who comes late to breakfast will be apt to come late to every other place. If you have an appointment, it is certainly better to be 15 minutes early than a half a minute late, even though you wait outside till the clock strikes the hour for your admittance. Nothing is ever lost by being on time, while much is sometimes taken away by being a little late. Lord Nilsson said that he owed all his success in life to having arrived always a quarter of an hour early to any engagement. By lack of promptness, you may disorder the affairs of a day. As the old saying goes, time and tide wait for no one. It is wrong to compel anyone to wait for us. To learn the value of time is a great acquisition. Knowing it, you start early enough to accomplish all your desires, and your affairs move smoothly on, without haste or trouble. Appointments met on the hour, business attended to promptly, make for no confusion, puts no one out. Whatever is to be done, no matter how disagreeable the doing, it is better to go about it and get it done at once. Do not wait until the last moment, and then rush about your work with the fury of a madman. 
Start right in the morning, and you will be apt to go right the whole day. Time is our most valuable possession in a sense, because it comes not back again. Once gone, it is gone forever. No one is surer of making friends than the person who has the habit of punctuality. What does punctuality show? It shows that we are faithful to ourselves and regardful of others. Is that not a virtue? It certainly is. When we fail to be punctual, we are an impediment in the way of those who are disposed to habits of promptness. We have no moral right to thus interfere with the arrangements of others. As we would like others to be punctual with us, so should we take care to be punctual ourselves. Punctuality wins confidence, for people have good reason to believe that the punctual person is the conscientious one. Thus punctuality gives tone and respect, quality and force to character. Business first, pleasure afterward, is the motto of the person of punctuality. It would be a good thing to post this motto in every conspicuous place in town and country, for it would save a great deal of trouble and place us all on more polite footing. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get the best of our podcast in heirloom hardcover or digital ebook by visiting inspirationallifelessons.com. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.